Hey, good morning, lovely people of the planet. How's it going out there? This is a Thursday after Christmas, and uh, we're talking karate in Northern California today. And lovely people, this is Jeffo. This is the Morning Ride Pedal Powered Podcast. We are broadcasting live at the moment. Of course, it's not live when you're listening because that's not the point of a podcast. The point is that it's recorded. <laughs> but we are in Davis, California, and we are with one of the, we could even call her. Whoa, so sorry. <laughs> Just about missed the turn there, folks ran over my friend here. So I am fortunate to be with my friend Molly today on the morning ride. And she could probably be called an associate producer of this podcast because she has given me a ton of input to make this the lovely thing that we are listening to today. Hey, how was your Christmas? Do you get a break? We're on break right now. So good morning, Molly. How's it going? I'm going good. I'm really excited that we actually get to do the podcast together because I listen every single time it comes out. And so it's cool that, I, that I'm going to be like on it. Well, thank you. I'm actually super grateful to be on the ride with you this morning. Tell us kind of where we are and what we're doing. So we are on Arlington. It's a kind of busy-ish street in Davis. Not like Fifth Street or anything, but it connects to a lot of schools like Patwin, which is where my brother goes and Emerson, which is a junior high. And it comes out to like a big street, kind of in the middle of town. Um, but it has a lot of good bike paths, a lot of people walking their dogs. A lot of people say that Davis is one of the bicycle, most bicycle friendly cities in the United States, kind of with Portland. And I know back in Boise, where I'm usually riding on my ride, is that, uh, Jimmy Halliburton at uh, Boise Bicycle Project is working to get Boise Bicycle Project and Boise on the map as one of the next primary bicycle-friendly cities in the U.S. Now, though, you and I have ridden in Boise before. Yeah. We did Tree Fort, what, last year? Was that just last year? It was in March. That's awesome. Yeah. Not our turn. Ah. We're going to wait for the light, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Right now we are headed, where are we headed? We're going to my school, which is Davis Senior High School. All right. A lot of us just call it DHS, Davis High School. I don't know why we call it senior, because half of us are sophomores and juniors, but whatever. <laughs> so we are on a great greenbelt system here in Davis. And I honestly don't know how Molly finds her way around, because there's a lot of turns and going through neighborhoods and cul-de-sacs. There's a lot of turns, but they all kind of connect together, which is really nice. And it's also super nice because when I bike to school, I only have to cross one street. That is awesome. I love that. So um, one of the things that Molly and I share is a love for photography, taking photos. So what, uh, what is it about photography that, that you like? I don't know. I kind of like to look in the past without having to remember too much. Like it's just a snapshot, which is really nice. And also it's super artistic and it's not super difficult. I mean, that doesn't mean it's not like 
important or whatever but like a lot of people can do it and make something really cool out of it which is cool because it's something like literally anybody can do if they pick up their phone or camera or kind of anything they can make a cool scene oh that's awesome because like you have such an artistic eye that uh I'm always impressed because you've got a great artistic eye and so I always think of your photos as a little bit more than just like journaling or even for personal memory so that's interesting to hear that that's one of the things that you love so much about it. Well I kind of think they're a little like tattoos they're kind of like a road map <laughs> of where you're going or where you've been. You Obviously tattoos are a little bit more permanent <laughs> but I think both of them are a cool individual expression of art or of your life whether it's taking photos and giving them to people or looking back at them or permanently putting something that you love on your body. I think they're both really cool. That's awesome. So just to bring you guys who are out there listening, hey, thanks for listening to the, to the morning ride this morning with us. We appreciate you being here. I am so stoked to be on the ride with my friend. Okay, yeah, full disclosure, she's my niece too. But we're really friends. <laughs> but my friend and niece, Molly. And um, it was about a year ago, just over a year ago, that Molly invited Jennifer and I out to Davis to see her do a her black belt test in karate. So Molly, tell tell us what tell us what was what was that like? What, what were you feeling going into? The, into that or actually how did you get into karate um okay so i got into karate um after i quit basketball when i was 11. um my dad was like wow you really need an extracurricular and i was like okay so we were looking at this city of davis catalog and there were all these things there was a like not free but a city class for karate i was like wow that's really cool i'll try it it was a six-week course learning some basic karate so i was like all right I'll, that's cool i'll give it a shot so I went to the city class for six weeks, and it said ages seven to 11, but I was by far the oldest one there. <laughs> and it was really cool, but you learn basic karate, and I met um, one of our instructors, Muna Cree, who's still one of the best instructors I've ever had. And, <clears throat> excuse me, he, he kind of made me realize how cool karate is, and it's not just a bunch of fight scenes or whatever, it's really cool. Um, and so after those six weeks were up, I was like, wow, I really like that. And so for my birthday, when I turned 12, um, my dad gave me karate lessons. And so I just have been doing that ever since. And I'm almost 17, so. That is awesome. So you started doing karate at 12 and you're now a black belt. Yeah. Came, I got my black belt at 15. I started, I just turned 12 in January and I started in March. I got my black belt December when I was 15. So it was really cool. That's awesome. Three years, folks, it was so awesome when she invited us. So we got to go see her black belt test and it's like a three hour stress test. For two days. For two, that's right, I forgot it, it was, it was two days. But we got to see her like doing all kinds of, uh, what you did, sit-ups, we did you probably everything. Did, you probably did sit-ups for a total of 30 minutes. Well, and I have a wrist injury from playing cello a while ago. And so I can't do push-ups, so I had double the sit-ups. Right. I had forgotten about that. With the, yeah, with the cello. 
Yeah, so she's a basketballer. She's a bike rider. She knows karate and cello. Yeah, she's kind of cool. <laughs> so, the other thing was, is that, so that was in like November, and we saw you do the test for two days. And let me tell you, dudes, do not try to, try to steal her wallet. It's <laughs> just not gonna go well for you. Oh, hey, good morning. Got people and dogs out here. <laughs> So we got to watch her for two days. It was like three hours both times. She did a lot of, it was, it was what was it? It was running. Yeah, it running was, three miles each day. Yeah. And then there was some sparring. Oh, that was the best part. Yeah. That was awesome watching you. Thank you. It was so much fun. <laughs> Sorry, folks, I'm getting a little distracted <laughs> because that's the way that I am on the ride. I think you guys know that. Molly is totally under control here. So we, we got to see that for two days and it was sparring, um, hand sparring, there was some sticks. What do you call the sticks? Um, they're just, we call it Cinco Terras, which is our style. Oh, okay. Um, they're based from the Philippine martial arts. We do um, freeform twirling, kind of things that are not as practical. And then we do fighting with sticks and defenses. And then what, let's see, okay, so we had the, the running and the sit-ups, we had the sparring, and then was one of the... Pinions, Yes, I think. the yeah. pinions, that's right. So those are our forms. They're kind of, um, basically it's like a, a fight scene from a movie is what you kind of want it to look like, but more graceful. Um, it's not running and attacking somebody. It's a series of moves, kind of like a dance. Um, and it looks really cool when done correctly <laughs> after running three miles and then having to do X amount of sit-ups, your opinions start to look a little wobbly. <laughs> but that's just how it is at a black belt test. I remember one of the instructors talking about that, um, telling us, the you know, the folks that were getting to watch you guys, that, uh, you know, it's like, hey, yeah, they're getting a little tired, but this is what we're looking for. And they were telling us, you know, they were looking at, like, how, how much under control you were stopping and starting your hand movements or kicks and stuff. Yeah. That was nice. Man, what's the, what's the name of your place? Inspire Martial Arts in Davis. Inspire Martial Arts, man. I was so impressed with the instructors and the folks there. Super cool people. It was great to meet Cree. It was great to see you wailing on these big dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so then, what was really exciting though, is that the next month in December, you guys did, um, it was like a kind of like an exhibition. What extravaganza? Extravaganza. Thank yeah. you. I get nervous, folks, and I forget the words. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they did an extravaganza, and tell us a little bit about what that was about. So basically, after your test, you're tired. You know, you don't get your belt yet. You gotta wait till your extravaganza. And the extravaganza is a performance in which everybody who tested kind of shows off their skills, and they all make this really cool performance and it's different every time which is what's really cool about it um so we can show off sticks so we get control of the lights and the music and it's all on stage and it's really cool and then at the end everybody gets their belts and then we go party at a pizza place <laughs> it was a super cool event you guys if you ever have the opportunity if you've got a friend that's doing karate and you've got a 
got the opportunity to go watch a black belt test and then watch an extravaganza. I don't think all schools do extravaganzas. Oh, no? Yeah, well, it's kind of an Inspire. I got gotcha. you. It's a very Dang. special place. So come out and see Inspired Dojo. Inspired Martial Arts. Yeah, InspiredDojo.com. And um, check them out and see what they're doing because it's, it's really cool. So at this point, I remember seeing like a really advanced like uh, exhibition kind of team at the extravaganza. And so we're a year later and tell us tell us about what 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 was that team about? That, so, I mean it was like it was like watching Korean martial arts movies. It was amazing. So that's the hyper team. It's called the hyper kick team or hyper team for short. Basically it's just a ton of um, it's kind of like opinion actually but more hardcore kicks and chops and punches and all these things that look really cool on stage but aren't super practical in a fight scene or a self-defense scene. Um, and so I had always wanted to be on Hyper Team just because it was so cool. And so I love watching them. They do things with nunchucks and bow staffs and all these things. Um, and so in August, my instructor Manoy Creek came up to me and he said, hey, I see that you've been doing really well in class and your kicks have improved. Would you like to be on Hyper Team? And I almost peed my pants. I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, of course, please, thank you. And I ran out to the car and I started crying. I was so excited. I had always loved watching Hyper Team, and so I was really excited to be on it. And so in December, this past December 8th, um, I had my first Hyper performance on stage, which was just really awesome and a cool experience, and I loved it. That is awesome, dude. I'm, I hope that someday we get to see you live. I did see the video, which was awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I do hope to see you live someday. Oh my gosh, this place is huge. Oh yeah, we're at my high school now. It has a lot of leaves on the ground. <laughs> a lot of murals too. Yeah, this is cool. This is a, a very open campus. You know, yeah. I grew up in Arkansas and well, one, we didn't have this many people in town, much less at the high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's not exactly true. I think we had about 8,000 people in town, so... Yeah, we have about 3,000 at the school. <laughs> but I like, the, I like the open design. Yeah, it's so fun when it's raining. So, Molly, any, any quick tips for... Uh, whoa! Any quick tips for making it through the rest of the holiday season? Um... Eat a lot of food and feel bad about yourself later because <laughs> the holiday food is kind of worth it when you feel horrible later. And then you could, you could work out later. It's not important. But the food, the food is top, top notch. Right on. Molly, thank you so much for letting me be on your ride of this course. morning. I really appreciate it. Hey, folks, this is Jeff O. This has been the Morning Ride Pedal Powered Podcast. Thank you so much for riding with us, for letting us ride with you. And uh, remember, if you love riding a bicycle, get out on a bicycle. Um, and maybe your bicycle's karate or cello or basketball or whatever your, whatever your ride is. I hope that uh, you have an opportunity to engage with that today. I really appreciate you being out here with us. Molly, thank you so much of for letting course. me ride Thanks with you. Of course, thanks for letting me be on the podcast. Um, folks, remember, this is the only ride we get. <laughs>